live another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, Episode 8, the show that's on the nice list. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time. My name is Ali, the proud Night Fae, and I'm joined by the mighty Necrolord, Jin. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, I am pretty good, honestly. I am finally got some time to play the World of Warcraft that we like to talk about, so it was fun. Yeah. It's it's nice when you actually get to play. Yeah. <laughs> I think last time we recorded, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I barely did the intro. <laughs> so you have you have submerged from submerged emerged. No, that's that going down. Emerged. <laughs> it's been a long day. You have emerged from your pool of podcast notes. Yes, the the, the pile of and, digital papers. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And then gamed, and now you're back to podcasting tonight. Hi. Hello. Yeah, but this is this is fun stuff because we get to talk about the stuff that we just did. So that's right. Rather than very exciting. Rather than extensive research of stuff that I didn't even play through originally because I didn't start until (laughs) Wrath. There you go. So what? Now that you have had a chance to game some, what have you been up to? Well. As you pointed out in your lovely intro of the mighty knight, the necro lord. There we go. That's me. You can oh, be knight fine, knight faith. That's fine. Oh, no, I feel mighty. Faith. It's cool. <laughs> uh, I did, yeah, like I said, I, I did get to play. It's been a little fun. Um, a a and little. When I, and when I say I got to play, I finally played yesterday, and I stayed up <laughs> till like two a.m. Like you know, being like uh, you know, like you do, and I finally picked my covenant, and I have to admit. The, the Revendreth were like, hey, hey, remember that execute you were just using like two minutes ago? It was pretty cool, wasn't it? <laughs> you really liked it. And I'm like, oh, it was very cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I like that. But then, but then when you go through the little scenario where it's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And there was just a banner up for the Necrolords. They're like, eh, there's no one here. It's just a banner. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly got the, you know, the meme where it's like, look at me, I'm the captain now. So, yeah, yeah, it, I was suddenly envisioning in my head. I was like, look at me. I'm the Primus now. So <laughs> <laughs> Start calling you Primus Jin. So, I mean, that's where I was like, well, you, you there, uh, Revendreth, you got yourself, you got yourself the Prince, whatever your name is. Um, Re- Renethal. Yeah, there you go. Prince. Prince Remy, all right, just like from uh, <laughs> from Ratatouille, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, it's fine. He'll fill in for Sire Denathrius now that he went off the deep end, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's where I was at. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go with my Necrolords. 
Yeah, because, like I said, I'm the Primus now. Look at me. <laughs> I'm the Primus. <laughs> a horrible joke, but I'm going with it. <laughs> do it. Do it. But I mean, honestly, that's about it. Because, like I said, I was... I, I stayed up till 2 a.m. last night. Just I was like, you know, we're going to do a podcast. We're going to talk about this stuff. I should probably at least play through it once. <laughs> so, so I finally did. I was wondering, like, we were up late doing show notes. It was funny, like, everyone saw and see your cursor, like, show up my show notes and then like, go see what you're doing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. It's like, it's like cheating off your paper, but like not. It was yeah, yeah. Weird. My, my paper's on like a very different topic. It's going to be. Oh. Yeah, I started, I, st- I started looking. I'm like, no, I'm not going to look at this right now. I need to finish my paper first. And then <laughs> but it's, it's like we were doing show notes together. Aww. Yeah, it kind of worked because it was funny. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was looking over these and I was like, I was like, oh, it's, it's like the little green one was going boing, 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 boing. I was like, oh, <laughs> the words were appearing that I weren't typing. I'm like, oh, it's like so magic. Cool. <laughs> Internet. It's so neat. <laughs> well, other than all that, you know, doing show notes together. Uh, <laughs> what you been up to? <laughs> I have not been as busy as you with podcasting, what? but <laughs> still been still been pretty busy because one, one of the lovely things about doing our shows, as you well know, is that they take a lot of work and, uh, and research and more detailed notes. And that that takes time. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it take, takes a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so I... Finally, what was it? Tuesday night. Yeah, last Tuesday night. I finally hit 60. But of course, you know, you can't choose your covenant until you finish the Revendreth campaign. Right. So I was going through Revendreth and that took a while. And being a lore podcaster, I was taking copious notes and (laughs) that took quite a while. Well, it probably helped with these notes. So it did. Yeah. <laughs> Between ahead. that and some YouTube videos, that was it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I already knew which questions I wanted to talk about. Um, so it helped, but it definitely um made the leveling process slower. But I I really oh I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. It was it was fun enough that I will probably take my next, if not my next tune, then the one after through it all again instead of doing the threads of fate yeah i'm probably gonna do threads of fate with my next one probably well my, ne- my next one's gonna be my dk and then my so next i can one just i can that. level up through dungeons that's fine yeah i'm pretty sure my next two i'll probably do the whole threads of fate thing and then my last one the revendreth one i'll probably do uh as just regular because that's that's my right. Just in case it's a little different on the horde side, which I don't yeah, think it is, yeah. but just in case. <laughs> well, I'm hearing I'm hearing mixed things about the threads of fate. It's some are saying it's not as helpful as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because it's the way it's handled. They said like leveling feels a little longer that way. It's like it's almost wonky or something. I don't know. Yeah, or something. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yes, yeah, so I finally last. No, 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 no. I was podcasting last night. <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night on my stream. That's when it was. Sunday night on my stream. I, I chose my night fay, which I've known all along I was going to go night fay. There's no question about it. Just felt good. And I saw when I was like, yes, I will join you. Let me help you with your issues. 
<laughs> Let me go hang out with Yisera because really that was. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. My yeah. emotions. Yeah, I, oh I'm gosh. right there with you because at first, I will admit, at first I was like, oh, Paladin's going to be first because Paladin's going bash it, right? Right. And then Armwield. And I'm like, Hunter might be first. Think <laughs> your Hunter's going to join the wild hunt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't, it just, hey, everybody, if you're like, Jin, why would you do that? Well, how would you send your hunter to the Arden Wheel because the min-max read? I, hey, just so you know, this is how I play my ults. I level them and then they die at max level and they are never <laughs> touched again. So, which might be a little different this time only because, you know, my. the whole legendary thing. Because mm-hmm. So here's the thing. My main is a blacksmith and an enchanter. And as you can see, I did not mention mining. My miner right. is my hunter. <laughs> so, uh, so that's probably oh, why go. I'm going to go with him next. That might help a little bit. Yeah, might have, to, bit. might have to actually server transfer him too, so the whole mailing of crap is e- easier too. I know you can yeah, do you it. Yeah, you might need to do that. I know you can do it. It's just... Jenkin, worm crash, you could, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. There's some things you can't, so... Yeah, um, but yeah, I've been doing... All of that and finally, you know, got out and did some world quests. I thought I was going to do a couple dungeons last night after doing show notes, but then that took took a bit, but it's totally worth it. (laughs) And I unfortunately had a very long day today, so I have not played since. But that's that's okay because, you know, it's not going anywhere. I I, I feel like a little behind and I might have to skip out and raid this week because I don't know if I'm geared enough yet. Right? Like I've got enough gold. Like I did go buy, so I bought the Dark Moon trinkets for both Shadow and Holy. And they weren't bad. On my server on Dalaran, they were about 3k each and change. I hope I hope that remains to be the true same for me, because that'd be that'd be beautiful. Well, I don't know what it is on Warmer's Court. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm I will not be purchasing it today on a Tuesday. Okay, I'm gonna wait till Thursday. See if you kind of change a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The the raid just drops. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can get my gear." So there you go. In case you're wondering what day we record, it's the eighth. Yeah, yeah. The the day of. It has happened. It is out now. Yeah, I don't raid on Tuesdays though, so it's fine. We're here. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I raid on Wednesdays and Thursdays, so I'm going to see what I can do tonight. And I might end up having to skip this week, but that's okay. It's just, it's one week. And really for me, like part of me is like, I hate that I don't feel ready. But the other part of me, I just really enjoyed taking my time and really just immersing myself in all of it. So I'm okay with it at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, I am. I think I'm like even further in the, I'm totally fine with it. Like if if they're like, Jen, you have like a. You're like an eye level of 142. What are you doing? Like, get out of here. I'm like, all right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> <It doesn't matter. laughs> right? Yeah. Nah, I'm not worried about it at all. But I mean, we usually go in at normal at first. And hey, normal. Yeah, like we're doing normal. I think they asked for to be around 170. And I'm sitting at 153. I think I'm in the 140s. Because yeah. I've still got a bunch of like just questing crap. Because I literally well, finished last night. <laughs> right, exactly. And most of that is because I, I the Dark Moon trinkets are 200. That'll help. Um, I've, I've run a couple dungeons, so that helps. 
and I bought a couple other pieces, crafted another piece when my my cloak upgraded randomly when I looted it. So I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's All okay. Right. All right. So what are we what are we drinking tonight? Well, the the ritzy grocery store came through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad your ritzy grocery store came through. <laughs> they failed last time. Yeah, they did. Uh, which is funny too. Is and here what I would what I thought was funny. So obviously I was like, okay. Uh, yesterday I was like, I'm gonna be out and about. I'm gonna go check some stuff. Right. So I, I checked out. And the first place I went to, there wasn't even a single seasonal brew at all. Like no what? winter, nothing. It was just like, hey, you want some Budweiser? Hi. You, no, you like no. Coors Light? Uh, I'm like, jeez, <laughs> this is not good. Okay. So today, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to go into town to drop something off at my mother-in-law's. So I'm going to go swing by the ritzy grocery store for all you, uh, <laughs> for all you uh, California folks. It's Rayleigh's and Bel Air grocery stores they're the ones that actually have pretty good selections oh, um, so fancy. i swung by Rayleigh's, and yeah they had the sam adams winter lager in 12 pack so yeah i didn't get a six pack i had to get a 12 because i was like does i have something smaller i don't actually need this much and then i'm like yeah, it's fine i'll drink it eventually <laughs> yeah yes yeah, you can just over time it's fine yeah i mean i thought it was funny that just just the other week. I mean, I don't remember when it was that I actually bought that, uh, the wild barrel stuff from, from Rosenstern. Yeah. (laughs) I literally drank the the last one, uh, like this past weekend. And I thought that was funny because I was like, oh, well, yeah, sober October really extends the amount of time that you. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, there was a month in there that, uh, you know, subtract that month and it would have been that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing the the Sam Adams Winter Lager, and I gotta say, it's really good. And the only problem I have with it is it covered up the writing on our adorable cups. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So so we we have we have these lovely pint pint glasses. It says Merry Christmas. Shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're anything like I was last year. And have never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Seriously, go fix yourself. It's it's worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. It's so good. Out of all of the movies that I've watched because of our silly little Patreon thing, I think that may actually be my favorite one. Ooh, it that's was, high praise. That was very good. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed harder than anything like like that. That one was really good. <laughs> I think that one's actually my favorite because oh, fun fact. I actually just recently watched uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, where they go to Wally World. And oh, yeah. Spoiler, it's closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's closed for two weeks for cleaning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I watched that, and I thought that was uh, good. I still laughed. Christmas on the back. It's not as good, yeah. Christmas yeah, Vacation Christ- is just mm, so good. So good. Like, chef's kiss, good. Just Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. <laughs> Well, I'm really glad you like this beer since you had to get a 12-pack of it. Hopefully it's worth the 12-pack. <laughs> it is. Yep. It's it's limited edition. I mean, my I wish it was a bit stronger. I mean, it's a Sam Adams, so it's not going to be that strong. It's 5.6. Like a it's it's not. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get a 12-pack for. Just two yeah. more of it. Yeah, I still got 10 more. <laughs> We're good to go. <laughs> That's right, kitty. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kitty also likes a bear, apparently. Just randomly. She's just sitting there. She's not doing anything. She's just like... They like talking. Yeah. So whatever. She wants to be part of it. I told you. Yep. All right. Well. All right. We're going to dive into some lore. What you talking about? 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 Yeah, let's, let's do this. So most likely by the time this episode airs, everyone will have gone through the leveling experience. You know, be, right before you pick your covenant, that kind of thing, everything before that. Hey, I so, managed it, so. Right. I mean, if Jen can manage it, I think everyone should be good. That was slow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so there should, I believe you won't need your earmuffs this week. I believe. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to unpack each zone a little bit. I'm not going to go, you know, point for point, but I picked out some of the, the mainer, the mainer, mainer things. Mainer. Mainer. It's good stuff, mainer. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about what we liked um, when we were going through the zones, what questions we have, you know, lore wise. We'll do some speculating. It's going to be great. It's good. It's good. So we're going to start with Bastion. We show up in Bastion. They're shocked to see someone alive, as is every single zone we go into. And we help power up Greeter Nims. Nims. Nemes. Nims. I don't know how to say weird, that word. Weird, weird, weird words here. And they ask us, from which world, system, entity, realm, or form of existence do you originate? Which I, right off the bat, found that really interesting because, for once, it's not all about Azeroth. There are other zones. There's other, well, we know there's other zones, but there's other realms. There's other forms of existence, and they all come to Shadowlands. So it's not all about Azeroth, yeah. which was kind of new, honestly. <laughs> it is. And I don't think we're going to touch on it because that's more of a uh, later stuff. But there's like some there's like a very important lore character from another world on Ardenweald that we'll get to talk about probably in a future future episode. Okay. Yeah, We haven't done those storylines yet. Yeah. We're we're slow, folks. We're podcasters. (laughs) We're slow. (laughs) (laughs) We're lore podcasters that do research and crap. We're extra slow. (laughs) Bear with us. We'll be fine. It's the holidays. Give us a break. (laughs) That too. That, that was probably my thing is that over the weekend, this is totally a sidetrack here, but over the weekend, we we got our tree, we decorated our tree, we cleaned up and decorated the house, and then we put the lights up outside. So that was another reason why I uh, did nothing. Kitty is so cute. Kitty looks like she's going to, you need to like take a picture of, of her, like looking like she's going to like podcast. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Please take that picture. I'll have to somehow put a filter on her where it looks like she has headphones because I don't have kitty sized <laughs> headphones. <laughs> yes. Oh, anyways, um, back to Bastion. Because um, I know for myself, like I find myself naturally when I see one of the souls, for example, in Revendreth and you talk to them, I'm automatically trying to assume who from Azeroth lore they could be. But that's not the case in Shadowlands. They may not be from Azeroth at all. So I just, I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. Love it. So we tell them, we tell them about Kirin being in the Maw, but in order to tell the Archon about it, we have to walk the path and prove, prove worthy of ascension. I thought it was so crap, we, but whatever. Right? Like, just, I just, I have things to tell you. Just let me f- tell you. Freaking tell you. <laughs> let me freaking tell you. 
Yeah. That's, um. Anyways, <laughs> that reminded me of uh, uh that yeah, the, like the Winter Queen. I'm like, would you hold still? <laughs> I have things to tell you. Right. Right. There's that one scene where you literally shrug because you won't talk to. You. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I actually literally mentioned that in the notes. So <laughs> we meet Pelagos and we ask him to help out with his trials. Or he we, he asked for us to help him out, which we do. And everyone and their moms talk about Pelagos, obviously. But I love that Blizzard is using Pelagos to be so inclusive. And it's, it's great. Good stuff. We meet the stewards, a.k.a. the Swalkins, <laughs> who have fantastic click lines. If you have not clicked on them yet. And they talk about how they just want to fly. And I also found out that when they're not serving, they're all hanging out at a spa where they have have a little pool to, you know, soak their little toes in. Someone's fanning them. They have a little stu- like steward gym where they go to get swole. Like they literally <laughs> have like weights and stuff. <laughs> and then if you look if you look around that area, you'll find a cave where you're going to meet the biggest stalker you will see in your entire life. And they have a statue of you. That's a thing. It's I amazing. I haven't found that yet. So it's at the Cliffs of Respite. You have to go find it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to go look for that. <laughs> They're Swalkins. They're awesome. I love them. So you mentioned um, so you mentioned Swalkins have a fantastic click lines. Um, I think yes. it's Clea. I think how you say her name. Um, uh-huh. Have you done her click lines yet? Have you clicked yes. On <laughs> I nearly died when she's like... Have you ever requested a steward to not help you? I made one cry once. Just let them chase their bliss, you know? <laughs> She's a lot of really good lines. It's, it's yeah. good. Yeah, she was awesome. Oh. I was like, all right then. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite, oh man, what's his name? Hold on. I wrote it down. I have like literally like pages of notes here. Um, my favorite steward is when you do some more of the quests with. It's Mechanicus. He's the one who like, like some of the stewards have that really broken language. Like I help. And they're missing some of their, you know, different grammar bits and everything. But but he, he has a little bit of that still, but he has a lot of intelligence in there too. And he just is that good mix of intelligence and wise yet still like a silly stewards. And it's, it's great. Yeah. Love him. I, I believe you're talking about the dude that was yelling and screaming like, I made you. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like, yeah, I definitely liked him. I was like, oh, this, this guy's good. I like this guy. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So at one point we stumble upon Disciple Nicolon, I believe is how you say that, who is having a secret conversation with Uther. Oh, yeah. And Uther says to Nicolon, the choice is yours. You know where to find us. And so and then he flies off. And we're in, I'm like, what? So we talk to Nicolon and we find out what well, we kind of already learned that not everyone in Bastion likes the path. They don't like being forced to go through rituals that are sometimes very painful in order to purge their past. And he, you know, he does this whole thing where he goes back and forth between whether he's going to join Uther or stay with the Kyrian. And so he goes and talks to the Hand of Purity. Her name is Iridia. And she starts his painful ritual to cleanse his mind. And he basically says, screw you guys. I'm going home. Turns into Force Warner Fallen. And he sets off on another way. And he he takes off. And he warns about an incoming attack from the Fallen. Now now you're reminding me why I really need to level my Paladin. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I really wanted to say that was like a week ago. 
right? <laughs> like a really, yeah. and that's why I was actually really fun to go through this and remember everything because there's just so much that came out in these leveling areas. And yeah, because it's great. Since I did take my time, I was just enjoying it. I was like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. I was just uh, reading everything, read every single quest. Uh, yep. Even at 2 a.m. last night. Uh, trust me. I was doing this. I've done that a lot with this. <laughs> I did read it. I did read it. Uh, it slowed down as the as the hours ticked by. But um, yeah, that whole, you know, where they were doing the whole process of like, like, you know, oh, yeah, no, like there was the one quest where you went and talked to you were, you were talking to random people like, hey, no, it's going to be all right. Stick to the path. It'll Trying to good. encourage them to do it. Yeah. yeah. Give them some encouragement. And then sometimes they they turn on you and attack you and you got beat them up. And sometimes they're like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hang out. Yeah. The path is the way. And then others will be like, oh, I'm force war now. Blah. <laughs> so just like that. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, it's I don't know. It, it is definitely a very interesting uh, questing experience. I don't know. It reminds me of some kind of like crazy like boot camp thing where like the success rate ain't super high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because it's I don't know because it, it, it's like the whole force one thing that's going on right now. You almost wonder, has this always been going on that you've had a bunch of like washouts or is this kind of a recent thing where right Uther showed up through, you know, Arthas in the Maw and then was like, meh. <laughs> The path sucks. <laughs> and it's it's so interesting because there's parts of this questing process where it seems like the Forsworn or you know the Fallen, like they're they're the good guys, you know. And there are other times that they you kind of wonder, like, are they though? And it's just it's 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 really well done. And I find it really intriguing to try to figure out, you know. Who's the quote unquote good guy versus who is the quote unquote bad guy? Yeah. Bastion does a great job of, uh, I'll, uh, okay. All right. I'm going to do it, everybody. Brings a lot of gray in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Would you call it morally gray? Maybe. <laughs> it's just where you kind of go, you're sitting there scratching your head going, like, I mean, Uther was a good dude in life. I mean, does he have to really forget everything? Like, is, is it? Right. This is what he's really doing. I mean, I can see why you might want to remember. Like, you know, I've seen that movie Coco. You want to remember? Like, come on. Coco's good. Man, yeah, Coco's yeah. great. Go watch Coco, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a tear to your eye. <laughs> it's fantastic. Seriously. So, I mean, it's a, well, then, a whole song. I think it won an Oscar. Remember me. There you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too, because, like, originally I was like, my priest, obviously going to Okirian. Easy peasy. But when I showed up in beta, and saw that Uther's on the other side, I'm thinking to myself, like, it's it's Uther. He's a good guy. He knows what's up, right? Like, maybe I don't like the Carrion. <laughs> it's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. It's Uther. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is about the time we meet Lysonia. She is the former Hand of Loyalty. She's now the Hand of Doubt and one of the Forsworn leaders. And we find out that she was Iridia's soulbind. And we also find out that the Forsworn want to basically set the Carrions on a new path, supposedly. One that actually allows them to keep their memories and not have to go through those painful rituals. Long story short, the Paragon Purity forces the truth out of Lysonia. And we find out that the Forsworn are in league with the Jailer. <sighs> oh my god. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I think so. That's where I was like, I think this was the moment where I was like, I want because I think right around this time, we also found out that not all of the Forsworn know yes. who they're kind of working for. And I'm yeah. like, I wonder if Uther knows. I feel like Uther would not be okay with this, but. Right. Like, you know, I don't think he knows. And maybe, maybe not all of them. Maybe there's like the, the general Forsworn and then the ones who are the quote unquote in crowd. And those are the ones that are with the jailer. They know what's up. They're the cool kids. <laughs> in their mind. Man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, now I'm picturing. You can't stay with us. I mean, they're, they're the mean girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sweats are the only thing that fit me today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so we end up seeing memories of Lasonia talking to a shrouded figure who is basically her leader, the one who turned her, if you will, which was something we'll talk about in a minute here. Um, we also try to meet with the Archon once again, which is where we also see that Devos is still with the Kyrian? Yeah. That that confused the crap out of me. Yeah, I was I was doing the whole. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I've seen that they're, like <laughs> they're like in a row of, you know, like there's a couple on either side or whatever. She was so like her walking big by looking down, I'm like, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I looked over, I'm like, Devos? Like I did a double take. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what? Are you a spy? Like, what are you doing here? I'm so confused. I'm going with spy. Because, <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, she's got to be, right? Like. Yeah. I, I, now, I haven't actually <laughs> looked at the dungeon journal for the necrotic wake, but I think she might be in there. <laughs> I haven't actually looked at the event. You'd think I would, but I haven't yet. <laughs> I've been too busy looking up and around. We explore the wards and find out the Forsworn to find out how the Forsworn made their way into Bastion. And we actually see Uther himself destroy one of them as he yells about the Forsworn taking down the Archon. And like you were saying, like I th- he seems he's pretty unaware of the pact that the Forsworn has made with the Mon, with the Jailer. Yeah. Which was interesting. And this is also when we see an image of Helia. And find out that she was behind the ward being destroyed because she was trying to open the door for Maldraxxus to attack. Bah, bah, bah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, that that's happening. All yeah. right. I, I was feeling a little bad, too, at this point, where it's like the whole, like, Maldraxxus is attacking. And I'm like, no, dude, no, like, come on. Like, that's that's my people. Don't. Come on, you gave us a bad name. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> is 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 Devos in that one? No. Okay. I didn't think she was. Yeah. I didn't remember seeing her. Um so some some of the questions. So first off, how did you find the Bastion leveling experience? Did you have fun? Anything that stood out to you that you really enjoyed? Uh, I think the thing that kind of stood out to me, obviously, I really enjoyed hanging out with Pelagos. That was just fun. Yep. The whole Pelagos was awesome. And the, I think the quest that actually stands out the most to me is the fact that, well, you don't get to be a beautiful uh, Torn anymore. You got to be a, a blue dude. Sorry. Right. Sorry, Torn. That's why I was like, oh, man. 
Torn are way cooler than blue dudes. Like, come on. Can you imagine like a blue Torin in the blue man group? Like, that would be awesome. Just like, just make them blue. Why do they gotta be blue people? Like, that's weird. Anyway. Yeah. That was the kind of the thing that that quest really stood out to me the most, where I was like, why does Uther get to keep his beard? And freaking Torin can't keep his horns over here. Right. That's a good point. Rude. Blizzard. It's you rude. Have to, because they're forced to conform. Man, I don't like this. Forced to conform. Yeah, it's messed um, up. I just now realized I didn't even talk about the whole side quest with the Void invading Bastion. Mm-hmm. That happened at some point. It, I don't yeah, want to go into quest. it because I, I, I would want to be able to like look up the details of it again and actually explain it. So I'm not going to... We might do a whole episode about how the different cosmology forces invade different zones because it's a whole thing with the light and revendreth right the void and bastion yeah, the ember ward mm-hmm. yep 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 so um maybe, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode and maybe we'll learn out more learn out more yep learn out we're gonna learn out more down the road they're gonna teach us real good yep 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 <laughs> all right so all in all like i i loved it 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 does it does feel weird that we got all this moral ambiguity and like who's good, who's bad, like what's going on. Um, but it's it's a gorgeous zone. That sense of wonder and the desire to explore is definitely there. That's when I found the Swolkin gym when I was stuck on the phone with my grandma for Thanksgiving. And uh, it was it was awesome. And there was one moment I think that I laughed the hardest besides some of the stewards and stuff was when you get towards the end, we have to go check on the wards. Like that whole area becomes the Kyrian Covenant, like main area. And there's this like air bridge that like shoots you across. And I was on my frog mount that I love so much. And I was just going to jump off the ledge to like go down and turn on a quest. And I didn't know the air bridge was there. And so I'm on my frog and just like shot me across while I was on my frog. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I did it like five times back and forth because it was amazing and I got a kick out of it. Pretty sure I shot a Wii every single time. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Because <laughs> it looks amazing because it's like, it's like arms and legs are extended with this like big old belly hanging out. It's just like, like flying in the air. <laughs> I loved it way too much. Anyways, I'm easily amused. Um, so this shrouded figure that was leading or, you know, turning Lasonia, like, do we have any thoughts on who that could be? I'm going with Devos. <laughs> You think it was Devos? Um, I had because, actually considered her. That's a good thought. Yeah. The the reason why is because I've been doing some some Googling in the back end. And I was I was right and wrong at the same time. Okay. So basically the problem is, is that, uh, yeah, uh, here we go. It wasn't the necrotic wake. <laughs> It's the Spires of Ascension. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. So they, yeah. She, yeah, she, she's the, she, that's she's, right. she is the paragon of doubt. Yeah. That's right. Yep. There it is. Do, do, do. That, that's, I think you're right. Yep. So I'm going with. Well, that mystery solved. So it yep. was. So it was. Pretty sure, pretty sure you're right. And I think, I think it goes back to her being potentially a spy. Yep. Because, like I said, we still saw her there. Yeah. Does she? Do you think she knows about the pack with the jailer? See that one? No, I don't know. No, I honestly, I don't don't know. I mean, don't we like beat her up in any way? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. 
So you're could be. Maybe. 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 Also, one thing we find out through this questing is that although the Kyrians have to purge their past memories, the memories are actually stored in the Temple of Wisdom. Yeah. That's right. Why? That. Why? That makes like why? That makes no sense to me. Um, so I think this may, so here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. So this is how the Archon may have been correct. The Archon would have just been like, would you you just stick to the past? Just stick to the path. Not the past, the path. Got a wrong letter in there. (laughs) So. (laughs) Words are hard tonight, it's fine. It's It's very difficult. We got winter loggers. We're going to blame it on that. So, uh. And the reason I say that is because it's like, we never would have known about the, the Frostmourne and the, and the Velma domination and da 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 da, da <laughs> if it wasn't for this. She's like, what, what about the Temple of Wisdom, you idiot? Come on. Just, we're going to purge the past and storm over there. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so, yeah. Is the Archon right? Mm-hmm. Is Devos right? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Leading a little more Archon. But we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I just, I thought that was odd. Like, they have to go through this painful ritual to, like, purge their memories and whatnot in their past. But then they, they they keep it in, you know, neat little boxes or whatever in the Temple of Wisdom. I just don't understand. That seems so silly to me. <laughs> it reminds me of Emperor's New Groove. I put that memory in a box, and then I put that box in a little box, and then I ship it to myself, and then I smash it with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, I love that movie. It's so or good. Or to save on postage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Um, so last but not least, yeah, hell yeah, opening their door from Maldraxxus. So, are they just trying to sow more chaos? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I on it. Like, if you're really gonna like say what was going on, why did hell you really do it? I'm really leaning towards the Blizzard art. And story team needed a reason to go to Maldraxxus next. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could could be. It could be. I mean, because I feel like they've already sown a lot of doubt. Like, I don't know if it was on purpose or it just happened because of, like, the whole Arthas thing. They got the whole Forsworn going on. A couple people over there. Like, I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, if Helia hadn't shown up with her, the big attack, would we even go there? Like, I don't, like, that's, I feel like that's the main thing. It's like, hey, there's problems in Mount Draxus. You better go, you better go help it out. So it's. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Is yeah. it the best? Is it the best reason? No. <laughs> but that's the best reason. It's a I reason. Can give you right could be, now. could be. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so Mount I don't know what's up with Helia right now. I don't even know why she's on Team Jailer at the moment. She's just hanging out. In the lake, or the, the river of Gorgonzola, or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> I don't know. It the runs river of Gorgonzola. <laughs> Gorgonzola. Yeah, I think it's delicious. <clears throat> no, it's like Gorgoa or something like that. Yeah, there you Gor- go. Gorgoa. Gorgoa, yeah. The river of souls. So, speaking of Maldraxxus, the mighty, the mighty Necrolords. Yeah. Um, we get which. I have to say, like, I started out my Jaxus not really caring about it because Afterlife Short didn't tell us a whole lot. And from what I could see from everything, I mean, yeah, I was excited to see Draka and 
it seemed like a really just epic place to be. But story-wise, I didn't care about it. I just felt like Game of Thrones, all these houses fighting each other. That's that. That's it. That's why I'm wearing my Game of Thrones <laughs> Christmas sweater right now. Sorry, I just had to say. Santa's on the Iron Throne. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love the memes and the tweets that were going around when they friggin' Shadowlands first dropped. And I was so 100% behind this was... Oh, it's Bastion. Welcome. Da, 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 da. Mal Jax is getting the ring, idiot. <laughs> Basically. I freaking loved it. Welcome to Bastion. We're going to go ahead and get you to the introduce you to the to the introduction bot. We're going to walk you through the little tutorial video. It's going to be <laughs> fine. <laughs> and then Mal Jaxus is, hey, scrub, get in the ring. Get to fighting. <laughs> and this is when my, it works. Though. And this is yeah. when my character went. I'm home. I'm home. Because <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened over there in Bastion, I didn't like it. It felt like they were in a cult. I'm, I'm right there with Renata. I, I was like, this yeah. is cult, a little culty. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So <laughs> felt good. I'm just saying. They're like, get in there. And I was like, oh, you had to twist my arm, didn't you? Well, and it was awesome, too. It was just so well done. And it was it was it like it felt Epic! Like you just stood, you, you you felt awesome as you were, you know, the victor, and there's this badass m- moment, and everyone's like cheering for you, and you're like, yeah, bring on the cheers and the music. It was just ah, it was really cool. Like I felt like in that moment, I was like, so I am officially leveling my, leveling my DK next, and I'm really glad she's going here because that was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, it so was awesome, so good. <laughs> so we see the Margraves of the different houses argue about the attack on Bastion. The House of the Chosen, led by Margrave Crexus, is against the attack. And the Primus apparently would have been too if he was actually around. And basically an all-out battle between the houses breaks out. Draka flies in and gets us out of there, which was really cool. And then, just like in Bastion, we get put through the ringer. You know, we get here, we have to go through a bunch of trials, including, you know, trying to get to... A little section of land in the middle of lava with like stone. You click on it and there's, there's a sword in it. And then <laughs> apparently after you do that, there's a thing you can click on that shoots you back across to, to the land. Did I missed know? that and was just <laughs> trying to lava hop all the way to the, I kept, oh, the person before me was doing it too. And I watched him kind of struggle and I was on my priest. So I, I bubbled him and just kind of kept him going to help out. Um, and then it came to be like, after I was done helping him, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to do it. And I just love hopped across. And then, and then I realized that I didn't actually pick up the damn sword. So I had to go back. <laughs> so I went back up to the ledge up above to fall down onto there. And then I was like, oh, there's a teleporter there. Maybe I should click on that. So I got my sword, clicked on that and shot me right across. I'm like, well, don't I feel stupid now? Great. It's great. Maybe this tune really doesn't belong in Mount Draxus, apparently. It's fine. It's <laughs> She's fine. not worthy. It's fine. Draga was just like, what the shit is she doing? <laughs> hey, you know, I should be commended for surviving the lava hop. So. Right. It's, it's, it's like, oh, it's like Pam Beasley running across the hot coals. It didn't have to do it, but there you go. Exactly. Good job. Yeah. Exactly. She's like, I, I am across Pam, the hot coals for you. <laughs> I am Pam. Um, so, so we get the sword. And we get a vision from the Primus. And he says, Treachery begets chaos. Bonds frayed must be restored. 
the key shall honor the worthy. And at first I was like, well, in the afterlife, sure. It was like Draco was the key. So is, is Draco going to honor us? Maybe. But at the same time, it could also be the blade we picked up and we go through a quest line with the hilt where you forge it and we empower the runes and the blade and we find out that the seat of the Primus has been locked shut since he went missing and that the blade is the key. Bah, bah, bah. Were, were you a little sad that you didn't actually get to use the, the rune blade? Yeah, I actually was because I thought those I thought I thought I was going to get an extra extra action button just to use and like like whirlwind and like kill a bunch of crap. And I'm just saying as it. a warrior, I was a little like because it's like, oh, I hold up the sword and I'm like, would you just equip that thing? <laughs> I think as awesome. a priest, I wanted to use it and slay my enemies like it yeah. was. Yeah. It would have been pretty cool if you had like a cool cast animation. Like if you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're requesting a shadow because all right, that's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like <laughs> with your little room blade. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little mind blast thing. <sighs> oh, pew. Blue lose and stuff. I don't get it. I don't play those. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what those things do. That's exactly the sounds I get made. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow. All right, then. So we. <laughs> oh, man. So the the house of the chosen, the, the good house, if you will, they want to get in and get to the vault before the other houses so they can utilize the arsenal in there. But we have to make sure that the house of the chosen can actually survive the war before bothering to actually try to get it open. And so we do things like kill a barren abomination dude and we go hang out in some slime with Poor delusional plague divisor Marileth with awesome little slime pets, including from a one called Kevin that had like a little cake tray on his head or something. That guy was the best. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. At first I was like, "Come on, dude, you're messed up." And then by the end of it, I'm like, "Ah, poor Marileth." Went like pat him on the head. Oh man, I loved him, <laughs> and I liked his little plague mask that he got going on. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, that was that was I cool. I, I hope you can get some kind of transmog like that because that. I imagine freaking just mm, he looked he I mean, looked good although in some classes it really wouldn't work like a worgen can you imagine a worgen trying to wear that but that's true it might look a little weird most hats look weird on this so it's it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I've, I've come to accept this I mean, um have, have you ever put a hat on your dog i mean i, I put hats on my cat sometimes so it's very rare when they let us do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, we also meet Slime Margrave Stradama, which I, I like the whole, the new NPC we're getting with that slime, like the bones inside it and stuff, the skeleton, the slime. Pretty cool combination there. Um, but Stradama was the one who made the powerful plague. Um, so it was interesting. We met up with Baroness Vosh. Oh, and <laughs> again, you have to hear her amazing click lines. They're phenomenal. If you haven't done it, go click on her a whole bunch. It's worth it. it, it yeah, it absolutely is. So good, so good. We do some stuff. We gain her favor. And so she'll actually help out Draka because we had to do stuff for her to actually convince her to come help Draka because she's Vosh. It's just that's how she is. Right. Kitty agrees. Margaret Kexis is killed by one of his own, by Varen Roz. And we get sent to the Maw to save their Baron, who was lost to the Maw. Surprise, it's Alexander Smogreen. Oh, so good. It was so good. And his weapon, Fatebringer. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, whoa. 
that whole that whole quest line was just phenomenal. I was so excited for it. Um, and since Darian went there with us, we got a little bit of a father son union, even though it was like super brief. And they, you know, they're both really busy, so they can't really actually, you know, sit and catch up or anything. So, yeah, like the uh, the fact that they're they're very serious. It was very much a love to chat, son, but uh, we got crap to do. So let's yeah. go. <laughs> they're on the same page, though. They get it. They get yeah, it. But yeah, it was, like, that was really cool, though. Love you, daddy. But I got to go. <laughs> yeah. And then Cats in the Cradle plays in the background. Cats in the Cradle in the Silver Spoon. <laughs> it basically, home, it, oh, it did feel like that. We'll get, we'll get together then. You know, it's, That's it's right. fine. It's uh, fine. Yeah. But you know what? They were on the same page. They weren't like on the opposite side. So it's okay. Yeah, they get it. They get it. Yep. We get the seat of the Primus open, which if you go in there, take time to look up. I know this isn't my show, but I'm saying it here too. look up, look around because that room looks awesome. Yeah, that's my so room good. now. So good. Right. I'm the Primus. <laughs> <laughs> we also get the epic moment where the voice of the voice of, well, that Primus, not not Jin Primus, but the other Primus. Former Primus. Um, it's fine. Yeah, former Primus. He yells out that the foes of the unworthy shall be vanquished. And then some type of awesome spell shoots out from like the statue outside and starts to just obliterate all the foes from the other houses. It was, mm, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that thing. It was, it was just, it was uh, like the pew pews. Yeah. But it was like deeper with more bass. I'm like, yeah, yeah. get it. Get it, Primus. Get it dead, Primus. <laughs> it was so good. I'm a new Primus. <laughs> exactly. So the, the former Primus, once, once we're done with that, we actually get a message from him. He says, I'm the Primus. Your presence within my sanctum means a darkness has fallen upon Mount Draxus and all the realms of death. Ages ago, the Eternal Ones punished our brother, brother, Zoval, for his treachery. He was bound within the inescapable, inescapable Maw to be forevermore its jailer. Now I fear that Zoval did not act alone. I suspect that he had ancient allies and will seek to win others to his cause. That you are hearing this message means my suspicions proved true. Zoval has forged his chains into a weapon and brought about my defeat. There is but one hope to save the Shadowlands. The Eternal Ones must stand together once more before the jailer escapes the Maw. The Arbiter is the final key. Protect her or all is lost. Oops. We should have... I feel like we should have got that message a while ago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little too late. (laughs) Thanks, Primus. (laughs) Right? Should have emailed that one to me or something. I don't know what happened. Don't don't stick it behind the seat of the Primus (laughs) where you got to go around these trials and I don't know. Seems like I just an picture this message. note like duct tape to like the back of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is why I got mental mental image of just now. I'm now picturing like Outlook with it stuck in his <laughs> outbox, and it's just like ah crap. <laughs> <laughs> and there's all the theater pain stuff, which was a really fun quest line as well. If you have not done it, go do it. It's pretty great. Overall, though, what are your thoughts on Maltraxis? Well, my thought on Maldraxxus was, um, <clears throat> well, when me and my buddy, you know, the guy that looks like his armor was put together at a pick and pull, 
Uh, yeah. I don't remember yeah. his name. He's an awesome dude. I liked him. Yeah. When uh, me and Zyraz, I believe, uh, Viraz, yeah, there is Viraz. It's a weird name, the Baron dude. And he's like, hey, I believe in you guys. You can do it. And my buddy over here, he's like, dude, we need reinforcements. He's like, nah, you guys got this. Like, I believe in you. I'm like, you're the traitor. I know it yep. right now. Yeah. This isn't even e hard to guess. It's just <laughs> you. <laughs> and then when he, we see them categories. Uh, and when he totally betrayed me, I was like, dude, I freaking told you. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you heard me, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, I heard you. And I'm like, was it he the one to kill Crexus? Yes, he's the one. I meant to put that Krexus. in my notes. I think it's in my in my notepad over here, but I forgot to put it in the show notes. But yes, he was the one to kill Crexus. No, I'm looking at it right there. Margrave Crexus is killed by one of his own, Baron Pyrez. Oh. You just skipped over it. It's fine. Yeah. I get it. it happens I read to it. I just wasn't actually, I wasn't listening to what I was reading. That's all. Yeah. This is what happens. It's totally fine. It's fine. I do it it's all fine. the time yeah. in my other show. Yeah. It's fine. So you get it. happens it. all the it. time. <laughs> I go back and read my notes and say, oh, oops, I should have said that. Whatever. I guess <laughs> we'll never know. Because <laughs> it's not like fear's going to point it out. Hey, bro, you've skipped that out. No. <laughs> No, he I hope he it. does some time. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> All right. So what? I mean, obviously you like Maldraxxus. What was your favorite part about questing through it? Uh, Lady Vaj or Baron Vaj. Absolutely. Baroness. Thank you very much. Uh, Baroness Vaj. When she's like, uh, well, I think you can handle it because you killed me after all, didn't you? Right. <laughs> It was really good. <laughs> Just the whole interaction between is like, hey, you know, I was hanging out in Serpent Shrine Cavern and then you showed up and you killed me. So, yeah, I think you can yeah. handle this. And so yeah. let's go take care of business. And I'm like, you know what? I never really liked you when you were alive, but you are pretty freaking cool now that you're dead. <laughs> she is. She's got she's got a bit of an attitude, but that's OK. She's, I mean, she's, that's OK. She cool. was serving yeah. Queen of Shar for ages. Yeah, Long she's time. not gonna like. Yeah, it it makes sense. It, it's it's fitting. And then Queen Ashara was like, "Hey, there's this dude. He's on the phone. Go see what Illidan wants. You know, we used to hang out with him. <laughs> so she went and hung out with him for a while. And then she got herself killed because she hung out with this guy. And she's like, ah, crap. And then she showed up in Maldrax and she's like, I like this place. This yeah. place fits. Yeah, yeah. And and I just liked the just a little bit of tension." It wasn't a lot, but the little bit of tension between uh, between her and Draka. Yeah, like, there's a little bit. It was a thin layer, but it was there. And yeah, and, and I also like Draka. She's like, I don't really like her, but she's fine. She's good people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we don't good. hang out after work. It's you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> like yeah, you, you can have a chat with them, you know, in the break room, but that's about it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was by far my favorite. I was like, oh my god, this, this freaking Baroness Vaj. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's the best. What was your favorite? Yeah. Oof. You'd like to say Baroness Vaj too. Because it was really That fun. was pretty great. I don't know if that was my what was my favorite? I think my and this is a weird answer, but it works. My favorite thing was I left the zone actually caring about it. Mm. Whereas I entered not caring about it. So I, I feel like Blizz did a good job, you know, making me care about it. 
And like I said, because I, I was going back and forth, and, you know, I was like, I'll level my DK next. And I was like, hmm, or do I want to level my rogue next? Or do I want to do it with my pally? Like, which zone do I want to see next? And Maladrakus was kind of like slowly going to like the bottom of that list. But after doing this, like absolutely doing my DK next because I want I want more Maldraxxus because it was epic. Yeah, it was pretty, very awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like we between the two of us, we actually picked the two best zones. But yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah. yeah. So before we start gushing about my zone, um, <laughs> Zoval was a brother of Primus. Yep. Now, are we talking... In, in Maldraxxus, they tend to refer the, to themselves as brothers and sisters. So is it is it that kind of brother? As in he was from Maldraxxus? Or was Zoval an eternal one? Because sometimes they call each other brothers and sisters too. I think it's, he was he was an eternal one. He was one of the... He was right there with the Winter Queen uh, and the Archon and anybody else. You know, so did he have his that. own zone? Um, his own realm? Maybe. For the Maw. Possibly. It was the, the, I don't know, the jailer zone. <laughs> the jailers. Hey, he wasn't the jailer back then. He would just would have been Zoval of, I don't know, whatever, of the place. That's what, but that's what I was wondering, because in, like, at the very end, in the cinematic where the Eternal Ones all gather from each zone to, in front of the Arbiter to talk about all this stuff going on, there's an empty pillar there. Yep. Like, each of them are on their little, you know, they're, they got their little, you know, vision thingies. Um, holograms on a pillar and there's the one right across from the Arbiter it, it was empty yeah. and so that made me wonder maybe he actually was an eternal one at one point I think so honestly I think so yeah and then that also led me back to the original one of our early questions was what was his treachery what ancient ones may have helped him what what um I don't know <laughs> At this point, I, I genuinely don't know. His treachery, though, if I'm going to make a wild speculation, uh, attempted murder on the Arbiter is my guess. Okay. That is probably where I would go, but it could also be completely wrong. So that is my that's my best guess. That's a good guess. I don't I haven't really decided what my guess is yet. That's a really good one. Harmy wondered if he did something with Alun, and that is why Alun has been in hiding for so long. Yeah. But I don't know if that one really makes sense, so I haven't decided if I'm going to stick with that theory or not. Right. Because yeah. that one's kind of a stretch. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we, we talk a little bit maybe about Alun in the, the next zone, but anything else we got here? Because I see um, there's a little possible earmuffs thing here. Do you think this is earmuffs? Nah. I mean, that, that theory is, is kind of floating around already, right? So At this point, it's rampant speculation with, uh, it feels as though it's an educated guess. Yeah, all right. So uh, could the rune carver be the Primus? I want to say. Sorry, former Primus. Former Primus. Correct. Former Primus. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Assistant to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? It's lower. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, could the room curve be the primus? I'm going to say it could be, but I honestly don't think it is. So, you don't think it is? No, I do not. Think Interesting. It is. 
but I could. I think I think it is. I don't know. Just based on what I'm seeing in the premise. But here's the thing. I'm making this speculation off of never seeing. I haven't seen the rune carver yet in game. So maybe I'm wrong. I have in beta, but as we both know, in beta, there's various bits of information in cinematics and whatnot we're missing. I have not had a chance to start doing any of my legendary crafting or whatnot yet. I haven't seen it in retail yet. So, but as of now, I'm, I'm kind of thinking he is. I mean, if he turns out to be, if the rune carver turns out to be the primus, will I be shocked? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Right. Uh, there we yeah. Go. yeah. Cool. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, that's just the stupidest storytelling right. I ever heard. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> He's, that's the premise. Neat. Cool. <laughs> All right, then. I feel like we're getting into your zone. I had to work really hard on these notes not to go like. I, I had to work extra hard to, sh- to nutshell it because I just. Because of the I love Ardenwild. It is it is my home. I feel at peace there. In my soul. How can you not feel at peace there? It was freaking gorgeous. Right? You kidding me? Uh, it's the music is amazing. It's gorgeous. I just I immediately go there. And I'm just like, <sighs> I mean, this is why when you know the question was posed to me, where would you, Jin, the actual real life person, want to go in the in the afterlife? Ardenwild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Maldraxxus is cool as like an idea. I don't want to live there. <laughs> That right, looks right. awful. <laughs> Arden yeah. baby. That's where I'd go. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. So let's get into it before I start wanting to ramble and gush about how much I love Ardenwield. We start off with a reunion of awkwardness between Bolvar and Talia. I forgot that's how yeah. it started. Yeah. <laughs> kind of tugs at the heartstrings a bit. Um, she basically uses her daughterhood to convince him to peer into the maw and look for our peeps, basically. And Pulls it's the just, daughter oh card. <sighs> right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we actually find out that the helm still has a typo, apparently. Uh, the helm still has the power of the Lich King and of the Maw, which is which I, I thought that was a little, you know, interesting little bit of, you know, nugget of information there. But we get this really well done, just chilling cinematic where we hear Jaina and Thrall and Torghast being tortured and, and fighting. And it's, we never see them. We, we just hear them, which almost added more to the feel of it all. And it was, it was so brief, but it was, it was really good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, I think that reminded me that I was like, it's like, oh, yeah, Laura Bailey really is a really friggin' fantastic voice actor. Oh, my God. She really is. Oh, yeah. I was. Yeah. It was very much the. Oh, yes. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah. the uh, I, I'm not a huge Critical Role fan, but I am like a very casual fan because it's freaking four hours every week. I can't. I can't. Right. I've never been able to get into it because of that. Right. Even yeah. though I really want to. Right. So. Her character on the first season was very just like kind of right. She was just very serious, not right. So she didn't go into those crazy things. And obviously, maybe she did. I just missed that episode because, again, four hours. (laughs) I missed a lot. (laughs) But yeah, when I saw some of the other stuff that she has done, I was like, okay, right. She's amazing. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. A plus. Seriously. We see a conversation. 
as well in the cinematic between Sylvanas and the Jailer, where Sylvanas says, they have breached the seat of the Primus and discovered his warning. The Jailer says, unfortunate, but of little consequence. Our eyes are everywhere. This nuisance will be dealt with. And then we get sent to Ardenweald. Oh, yeah. 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 And of course, we spend a lot of time trying to get an audience with the Winter Queen. But <laughs> with she's Moonberry. Right with Moonberry. Moonberry. Uh, which Moon, I thought Moonberry was going to be more annoying to me and too cutesy for my personal liking. But she's actually not that bad. Considering that the very first quest we walk into is them pulling a prank, I was like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's good. She's good. But we we find out that her spirit is spread across Ardenweald and protects it. And we also find out that she created it, which was I thought was just interesting. Something else I found interesting, I still have it in my bags because I wanted to be able to talk about this. I was killing some Spriggans, which they're also kind of funny, um, and I looted a gray item. And it was called Orders from the Ancient One. And the flavor text says, So havoc, reap chaos. He will take his place as the one true god of death. What? Right? In a gray item. I was like, did you just give me lore things in a gray item? What is happening right now? Actually, if you ask Katie from Torn of the Goblin, it happens all the time. Her bags are stuffed full of it. <laughs> right. And I've seen some of those here and there. But yeah, I definitely saved that one. Because I was like, because it goes back to before in Bastion when we talk when we hear about you know ancient ones and because of this item right here where it talks about so havoc reap chaos it makes me wonder if that's why Helia opened the door for Maldraxxus to attack because they are trying to cause chaos in Shadowlands so the jailer doesn't get discovered doing what he's doing much like the old gods do yeah much like the dreadlords do they want to sow that chaos so they can you know be busy uh, over here doing their thing unseen because of the chaos. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just I, I, that great. I was just like, oh, I got to talk about it on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This, this is new to me. I didn't know about yeah. this. <laughs> he will take his place as the one true God of death. So is that what the jailer is trying to do? Or is this or the ancient one? Like, who could be the ancient one? Honestly, it could be the jailer. It could be orders from the jailer. Uh, because there are there I think I saw a cutscene somewhere throughout Ludling, so this isn't like blah, spoilers. Right. Anything, so where I think he basically said that, hey, um, this is the plan, and I'm gonna be, you know, death is going to be the ruler of them all, you know, like you know, cosmology yeah. cosmology chart is gonna be death wins. Um, anyways, moving on, moving on, we learn about wild seeds and find a certain one that is afflicted with a nightmare. Who, whoever could that be? I, I don't ooh, know. Ooh, I know. I know. <laughs> we should all know at this point. Right. <laughs> it was, it was so obvious. Like, uh, yeah, it was super obvious. So the spirit inside bonds with us after it's soothed with, you know, a little bit of anima, but that moment, because so for me in my priest, I've always felt a like really strong bond with you, Sarah from back as being a human priest questing in Dragonblight. And so that was one of the reasons I had to go to Ardenweald because it's where my Ysera is. Right. And so that moment where like I, I, t- I touched the wild seed and that bond is there and I'm like, Ysera, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> we still have a bond. <laughs> Ysera bonded with me and I'm like, what are you doing? 
thought you're cool at all. You're from, you're from Azeroth. She's and, of course she's gonna bond with you. Yeah. She just bonded more with me. Right. That's all. No, I totally agree with that. That's right. Right. Much stronger bond. Oh, <laughs> uh, at that moment, I was like, my emotions. That's that's where all my emotions started. Um, so we try once again to get an audience with the Witter Queen to tell her about our connection with the Wild Seed and all the badness going on in the Shadowlands. She shows up. In this, like, you know, dramatic cinematic, and she does some anima thing with one of the trees, and everyone's cheers, and then she takes off again, <laughs> leaving us behind, and our character is literally shrugging. Yeah. Wasn't we literally just like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it was. Didn't we actually have a note that we were supposed to bring to the Winter Queen? So, yeah, I think it's a note, yeah. It's basically like, hey, the Primus has, like, a serious warning, and I guess you're, you're very busy. I understand. You're very busy, but... See little Primus. Primus! <laughs> it just, it cracked me up that we were literally like, they had our characters literally shrugging in that moment. I just, because yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt too. It was like, I was like mentally shrugging and then they show my, you know, my character shrugging and I'm like, yes! <laughs> just like yeah, that. Like, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's lots of various grows and bad things are happening and the grove we're in gets attacked by some evil fae, the masked ones. We find out eventually that they are corrupted or something by the Drust. Oh, that was so cool. Bum, bum, bum. So, so go ahead. I just have to say, I felt very vindicated for being the Alliance player because there was at least one person. I don't know if you listen, but there was at least one person in the in the in the Discord uh, from Marley Gray that was like, uh, "I play a horde. What's going on with the Drust?" <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Well, now I feel special. <laughs> right. I can explain to you that, by the way, if you played Horde and you don't know who the Drust are, the TLDR version is they were once Vrykel. Yeah. When the Sundering happened, hey, hey, that's where they live. They live on the Broken Isles. And, the, you know, the South Shore, Cold Tears, right. It's, they live living on the island there. And they decided, hey, I want to be a druid. And my cat's going to play with a bunch of stuff. She's also a druid. She is a druid. She's just yeah. permanently in cat form. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're basically, hey, we're spooky, spooky people. That uh, the, the one cool thing that they've learned to do is basically it's extend their life by shoving their souls into wicker creations. Yeah. Of constructs. Yeah. And originally, it makes sense that you just shove it into a construct. But the fact that it's wicker, that just makes it cool. Yes. You ever seen Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage with the bees? <laughs> I've seen clips, but I've not actually seen it all the way through. So we get Arlon and the Wild Hunt, which I got all excited. It's like, oh, it's Arlon. Yay. I want to give you a hug. So no hands. <laughs> um, since no one can see this and this is audio, um, Libby is now on Jen's shoulder. Just hanging out. Literally just. Just chilling. Hanging out. Yeah. Just chilling. So. Arlon and the Wild Hunt join us on our quest to take the mysterious Wild Seed to another grove where we meet the awesome bear spirit, Alioth. I think that's how you say it. I'll go, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, which, if you go click on Alioth later, you can actually ask them what their story is and you find out that Legion destroyed their world and everything and it was definitely worth reading. It was, it was cool. Yeah, I, I read like, that. I like Al- yeah, it was, it was awesome. I like, I I like Alioth. Last night. I was like, oh my gosh. You probably did. The Legion. We... Right. So we end up entering the seed's vision 
and we kill mobs named failure and uselessness. Azeroth's demise, not friend, which made me laugh. And Worldbreaker, you know, mysterious looks like, you know, Deathwing. Oh, oh, did you surprise. did you catch the little ones called food? No, <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, was, you, you can actually click on notes. them. You can actually click on them and you regain health because you eat them because they're food. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, they're that's good. It's basically because it's 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 like a vision of Ysera's past, right? Because yeah. you know, caveman proto drakes. She was originally a proto drake. They kind of you know. So yeah. the not friend are the the angry, the mean proto drakes, right? Yes. Libby got down. <laughs> and then we have the food, which were just like little, little animals that the proto drakes used to eat. And then as, you know, you get further into her memories in life, she uh, attacks a thing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're actually dragons and then obviously Deathwing. Yeah. And da, 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 you get the idea. It was, it was really cool. And we also see if you go, if you actually go exploring a bit, you see... Friendlies, such as adopted son, aka Scenarius, daughter, who we actually see in the game now, a student, aka Malfurion, and dear friend, aka Tyrande, and sister, Alex Straza. So if you didn't know by now that it was Ysera, it's kind of, you know, slap it in the face like, duh, <laughs> this is Ysera. Yeah, that was very much the, hey, silly, I don't know if you noticed, but this is Ysera. <laughs> I mean, if you started on, like, the way back in the past thing, you might have gone, like, I don't know who this is. Or if, or if you I mean, you played back then a little bit, but then didn't really remember it, and then you skipped Legion. Yeah. Because, obviously, she's definitely part of Legion. Like, another thing we actually get is we actually get a, another vision type thing where we actually act out her attack on the Temple of Elune. When yeah, she's, was, you know, corrupted and everything. Fantastic. Yeah. So, all these visions drew the attention of the dressed. Huge battle breaks out, and the wild seed is near death. But we're in the Shadowlands, so it's death, death. Oblivion. Right? I And I knew, obviously, it should be okay because I did the level 60 covenant choosing of Ardenwield and saw that she was there. It's like, I, I knew she was going to survive this, but they do a really good job, at least for me personally, making me actually worry that she wasn't going to survive it. And I was getting ready to riot. I was like, Blizzard, I swear, if you give her back to me and then take her back again, I'm going to storm the castle. I was just, I was, I was really worried that they're going to kill her off in that moment. And I was, I was getting mad at Blizzard <laughs> and I was going to riot. I'm going to laugh real hard when you storm the castle and you're just, you're like at the HQ at friggin' Irvine and everyone's working from home right now. You're like, damn it, no one's here. Right. <laughs> Stupid COVID ruined my. That's okay. I'll just call. I'll just, I'll just I'll just call Lance. And he'll come give me a tour. It's fine. <laughs> Stupid COVID, you ruined my siege. Love Lance. Love. <laughs> you ruined my siege. <laughs> Anyways, um, she, she doesn't die. Spoiler. Um, we finally get the um, so we get the attention of the Winter Queen. She immediately knows who the Wild Seed is, and she says, "This is of my sister." Why have you brought it to me? And she also says, Our duty is grim. Many have been lost. Why would I save her pet? Do we just want to speculate now of who the sister is? Sure, why not? Why not? I mean, 
we, we can wait. We can wait. We can keep going. No, go for it. All right. Um, I've been thinking about it, and I am. Let's just say, if it's a loon, I'm not gonna be surprised. Sometimes like, okay, I can buy that. But at the same time, I actually don't think it is a loon. That's that's my opinion because when you think of a loon, you think more of uh, Taranda. Taranda mm-hmm. is much more the priestess of a loon. You don't immediately think the Emerald Dream, okay? This is why I can't I, think of them all one and the same personally. Right. That that's why now, and I and I see some people have been speculating that the, the sister may be ENR. Right. I've seen that mm-hmm. one. That doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel that doesn't feel right. ENR is a Titan, right? She's not really she's not the, the Emerald Dream. I honestly think her sister may actually just be someone we haven't met yet. I think she is really? the equivalent of the the Summer Queen in the Emerald Dream. Oh. Now again, I'll just you know I'll point out like if the Rune Carver happens to be the Primus, <laughs> no, no shack. <laughs> if her sister is ENR, I'm gonna be like, eh, it's fine, I get it. But if it's ENR, I'm gonna be like, that's weird. <laughs> right, like, and that was my thing. Like, so, and one of my first thoughts was a loon, and so I was like, so does this mean that a loon isn't an eternal one like th- this whole time she's an eternal one like what could be and maybe i don't i don't know and then you know the question of if it's a reference to enar if so that kind of makes me question what the relationship is between the titans and the eternal ones which i was wondering that anyways but if it's enar that makes me wonder that even more i don't know yeah i, I don't know hey all it's a, I'm just saying, it's a, it's her pet. And I just, I don't know if a loon would consider it her pet. But at the same time, obviously, we do have the big friggin' like, what is it? The, um, the hint, because it did show the Legion, you know, cinematics again. Uh, when you were going through it, it, was, it showed the, you know, Xavius going the, yeah, with the, the tear of a loon. <laughs> Yes. And yes, then the tear yes. of a loon turned back into normal. And yep. what appeared to be the wisps of a loon bringing, um, basically bringing, um, which we thought at the time was just like, you know, making a constellation out of her soul <laughs> at the time. But luckily for us, we now know that it was taking a loon to Ardenweald, which that's that's much better. Thank you, Blizz. That's, yeah. that, that feels better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... It's like, okay, I guess a loon is going to, uh, a loon would have taken her to Art and Wheel, which is cool. So there you go. It it was interesting that if you listen to the Winter Queen's tone of voice, she sounded really annoyed at just the mere thought of yeah. her sister, whoever it is. Oh, it, it, speaking of clicky lines, click on the, click on the Winter Queen. She actually is annoyed with her sister. Do you have a sister, mortal? You are certainly as vexing as mine. I feel like I've done that, but I think I did it in beta. I don't I think I've done it in retail yet. Yeah, she says something like, like uh, this is quite vexing, just like my sister. <laughs> something along those lines. Oh, yeah, that's right. So if it's if it came up in the cinematic and it's an actual click line, the sister has to be someone that we either already know or that we will find out about in this expansion. Oh, yeah, I'm... I would think. I still, I'm, I'm slightly leaning towards just Summer towards, Queen, like some type of like, hey, the ruler of the Emerald Dream, whatever that may be. Since they are obviously linked, 
You know, they've clearly pointed out that yeah. the Emerald Dream and Arden Wield are like practically one and the same. Okay. Yeah. They said it at BlizzCon 2019 and they've said it many times in interviews. And they've also said, you know, you can think of Arden Wield as the fall and winter and the Emerald Dream as spring and summer. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're very intricately linked. And I'm still convinced that we will be paying a visit to the Emerald Dream either in oh i think so yeah so either yeah. in the arden wield like campaign or it's going to be like a whole 9.1 or 9.2 patch right i think so um i thought it was such an awesome scene when Ysera like her rebirth you know out of the wild seed it was just it was just so epic and my emotions were just all over the place and it was it was so good it was so good and the Winter what? Queen lost a leaf. Yeah, that's right. She did. Um, speaking of the Winter Queen, she says to Ysera, Reborn in Ardenweald, child of dreams. To this realm are you bound, and you will share its fate. But that, that last line, like, you will share its fate, was done with an like, almost threatening tone, it felt like. I just, I, I can't, I can't decide what I think about the Winter Queen yet. Like one moment, I think I like her. And then one moment, one moment I think I, I maybe don't like her. I, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about her yet. I, I'm, I'm team Winter Queen. I think she's pretty awesome only because, I don't know, she just seems like one of those people that, you know, they're, they're so incredibly busy. They have no time for you. So you think they're rude, but in reality, they're just, they're just like constantly stressed dealing with everything. Especially during a that drought where, yeah, like practically the their entire realm is falling apart because that was the one thing about questing through Ardenweald that you really felt was this drought is hitting them hard. Like, yeah, like Bashan was like, yeah, turn a couple of constructs off. Maldraxxus was like, I don't know the Primus is, but we're fine. <laughs> I mean, obviously it was it was a little more than that, but yes. <laughs> but Ardenweald was like, this drought sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just like coal that grove, coal that grove, coal that grove. <laughs> it's uh, poor Erlon. It's bad. Bad. Yeah. Oh, Erlon. Um, yeah. Um, before we I, I have one more speculation thing I want to talk about really quick or whatever before we talk about our overall thoughts on Ardweald. Um so when you fight the Mast Fae, they say Thross beckons. And I I went and looked it up and Thross is basically the dressed offshoot of the nightmare. It's their death realm. That's where Jaina was kept. So, right. So this makes me wonder, because if it's a, a death realm, does this mean that they potentially have a pocket realm in Ardenweal? Just like Juan Somdi apparently does somewhere? I think, yeah. I think they do. Yeah? yeah. And it's called Thross? Mm-hmm. Thross. 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 I, think Thross? I think it's Thross, technically. I think you're right. I think it's Thross. Yeah. Speaking of I which, I can't remember what I actually heard, but speaking yeah. of which, speaking of your pronunciations, I nearly lost my crap today when I was listening to Stepes. <laughs> <laughs> Stepes. <laughs> Stepes. It's spelled odd. It is. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's Talong. Talong steps, steeps. I've heard it like five different ways. Stepes. <laughs> It's not the best to me. 
just say it in Discord one day, just randomly, just to a bunch of people. <laughs> hey, can you, can you guys go help me out and uh, tell Longs to Pez? <laughs> That'd be like three people maybe that understand. Yeah. Anyways, um, thoughts on Ardenweald. What did you did? Uh, obviously, obviously, you liked the zone. And how I did. Could you not? I did. I did. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the questing overall was, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, as soon as you started helping out the wild hunt and and all that kind of stuff, initially it felt like, hey, we're just. It was very much the hey, it's giving you. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> trying to yep. chase down the Winter Queen. And then finally you get into the, oh, there's there's actually some stuff going on here. So we we should probably help out and not just worry about the Winter Queen. Maybe, maybe we'll get her attention by helping out. So I thought it was pretty awesome. When yeah. I finally ran into Erlon, I was like, oh, what's, oh my God, it's you. I, you I right? know you. I, and then he showed me a cutscene, <laughs> and I was know like, you. I was like, yeah, I definitely know you. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Ursock. All right. Talking to him. So, I, 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 thought, I, thought, it was, I thought it was great. Um, not as good as what we're going to talk about in terms of story, but in oh, terms of Lord. aesthetic and the way, it, the look and the feel, Ardenweald oh, wins hands down. Like I love it. No one even comes close to Ardenweald in terms of art direction. It's so good. I have so many screenshots. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple moments where I was just trying to get the perfect camera angle. I'm like, let me see this thing. What is happening? Right. <laughs> I think there's one area that has like, the, you know, one of the trees in the background, in the sky and like a waterfall thing. I have like three different angles of that taken in screenshots because I couldn't say which one I liked better. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, shall we, shall we get into this? I suppose we can. We can talk a little. Yeah. Revendreth. Yeah. That's where most of my notes were. So I had to like work extra hard to really compact this. Pare it I'm down not, a little you, bit. You, see, I'm really great. You, you've done this skill for, you know, 100 plus episodes now where you take a huge amount of story and compact it down into a nice, neat way. I don't have that skill. So I'm good. I'm um, getting, this, getting better at it, too. I'm getting You're better getting at getting it. really good at it. Yeah. Only because like there's been a couple books where I was like, this is a bunch of like, it's just like 95 percent filler. Let's right. actually tell right. the story here. <laughs> yeah. Cycle, so, cycle of hatred. Oh that gosh, that yeah. episode hasn't released yet, so you'll you'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So we are welcomed by two dredgers named Cudgelface and Rendell. Love the dredgers. Dredgers are awesome. Like if you have not clicked on them, is that my note or your note? That's mine. <laughs> That's yours. Yeah, click on them. It's their their click lines are so like. There's a few. I feel like. Different ones actually have a few different click they lines. Do. So like click on a bunch of them because they're fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, as a proud patron of Dungeon Fables, there is already a Dredger's line that will be at the end of a Dungeon Fables episode. The next time you ask me, what, 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 what quote line would you like at the end? I know exactly <laughs> what I want at the end because this thing is freaking hilarious. I'll have to ask you. Your, your turn's actually coming up soon. So I'll have to ask you soon. That's so good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Go, go, go click on the dredgers. Click on all of them. It's amazing. <laughs> so in their intro speech, they explain that this is a place of torment and penance. And they show some sin stones and explain that people cleanse themselves and eventually they, they, they leave and they leave their sin stones behind when they move on to another realm or you know, stay as Venthyr. The final judgment comes from the master, Denathrius, 
or Daddy D, as we call them around these parts. Like then they're bloodsuckers. Right? <laughs> that's that's actually my husband's. Uh, that's his. Yeah, I know. That's his, his patron <laughs> name. Yeah. He's so proud of it, too. I love it. Um, so we eventually learned that those unwilling to work for redemption or don't agree with their sin stone or, you know, are just bad. They get the boot and go to the mall. Except Garrosh. He just stays there. Or they become, you know, workhorses. Yeah. We're yeah. all reliables. <laughs> so we take a carriage ride with Lord Chamberlain and get picked up by General Draven, who is trying to save us from becoming another Daddy D puppet. Yep. Yeah. Draven is one of the leaders of the Rebellion who believe that Denathrius is responsible for the anima drought. But their prince has fallen and the rebellion is falling apart. And we find out about the accuser and who's been causing issues for the venting or whatnot. We see them, you know, at odds with each other, which was interesting. I'm getting, I'm getting serious like Darth Vader vibes. You are a member of the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So we are brought before now, now talking Game of Thrones here, right? We are brought before Sire Denathrius, Master of Revendreth, King of the Venthyr, First Blooded, Commander of the Stoneborn, Fangs of the Shadowlands, and <laughs> apparently we're supposed to, you know, look beyond his greatness and weep. I think uh. it's a look. I missed a word in there somewhere. Um but yeah, like all like the, the all these like millions of different tiles for him totally made me think of, you know. And, and now I'm thinking Game of Thrones. This is John. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mr. Good. Onion Knight. Good. I appreciate it. You're the best. Right. <laughs> so, oh, for it is by his grace that we see. So yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Denathrius, Denathrius thing. So we learn that Sinstones can be used against them, which I had no idea. That was really interesting, I thought. And it said that when everyone is running from their past, the worst thing you can do is rub it in their face. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, just like that. Just uh-huh. Rub it in. Yeah. So we get Chamberlain, her simstone, the accuser simstone, and he calls her out for what's on there. She doesn't care, though, because she's never hid what she did. And that's kill her daughter. <laughs> yeah, that was Ooh. a little rough. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" Did not I? I, I, I don't know what I expected, but that's Why not what I expected. Kill me? Okay, right? that's. Ooh, yeah, that okay. was that was big. So when she calls out Denathrius for his actions, he yells, "I am Revendress." <laughs> kind of like how Illidan says, "I am my scars." That's what that made me think of. Yeah, yeah, I get that vibe. I yeah. get that. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we get called to participate in the pertinent hunt. Against how Master Loxy from Scarlet Monastery. I was like, I know that guy. Yeah, that was the thing. I was all excited to see him <laughs> or, you know, his soul. I didn't pick up on that reference, but I see it now. Yep. Okay. I did. Dungeon's not my thing. I, I forgot. It's fine. That, yeah, that was a dude in a dungeon, and it yeah. totally makes sense that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have. Yeah. So good right. job. You're doing and when his dog whistle, it's fine. You, you're it's doing fine. your jab right, is all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought that I, I kept waiting for like nods to like people I knew, and so when this one happened, I'm like, oh, uh, yay, because <laughs> I was doing the whole thing where like I would talk to different souls or see their names and try to place where in Azeroth I've seen their name before, just 
out of habit, assuming that they were from Azeroth. Right. But they're not necessarily from Azeroth because we're in the Shadowlands now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm assuming you, you've, it, instead of the dude, we, we throw the bucket of like meat on him or whatever, and his dogs attack him at the end. Is that, is that the one? Is that the same dude? Or is that like the, the cataclysm version of Shadow? That's the cataclysm version. Oh, okay. Um, he, if I'm, if I'm remembering right, Huntsmaster, Hunt, Hunt, Houndmaster, blah, blah, blah. Houndmaster Loxie was the one that was, um, off to the side of the courtyard in his own little area with his dogs. Got it. Okay. You fought him over there. Got it. Got it. And you looted his whistle. <laughs> yeah. His, his dog whistle. It was, it was a good item. I liked it. Um, so he's not a big deal. He's part of the hunt. He's probably, you know, dead, dead now. We find out that subjecting souls to terror makes them less resistant to the ways of the Venthyr, which means that the Venthyr spend a lot of time terrorizing these poor souls and torturing them and all of that. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. We get this amazing cutscene in Nathria, which, well, Jen and I may not get to go this week because we're not geared enough, but next week. Um, <laughs> next week for sure. <laughs> yes. So we get Lady Inerva, who apparently is one of Denathrius's lackeys, and she tells Denathrius, we cannot rush such a delicate process. Anima harvesting demands finesse. So Daddy D says, Our friend grows impatient. Recent events require us to expedite our efforts. Obviously, that friend must be the jailer, I'm assuming. It's kind of obvious, right? Very good assumption. Yeah, yeah. So we get discovered, and they accuse her who's with us. She's like, You deprive your own people of anima and inflict a drought upon all Shadowlands. Basically, just call him out. So Denathria says, the other realms would squander our most precious resource. That won't do. Rest assured, the anima will serve a higher resource. Nope, a higher purpose. <laughs> I'm getting tired and reading my words wrong. Um, yeah. So basically, he admits that he is the reason that there is an anima drought. It's not because the art is broken. I'm sure that's not helping either. But he is the reason there's a drought. Which... I gotta say that really made sense. Yeah. When, it, when I found out that it was it was ultimately um, Sire Denathrius that did this whole Daddy D and all his plotting, because when you saw the cutscene with Erlon saying season after season of this drought, I was like, I didn't. Like, I know time is, is it's weird in the Shadowlands. I understand it's weird. Yeah. But. I didn't think it was that weird that they're going to have season after season of this drought. And so that's where I went. Okay. Good. There you go. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Makes sense now. Good job. Yeah. Um. So that was, that was interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. So then we get sent by Denathrius, I remember right, to the Ember Ward. And this was, uh, it was so good. <laughs> Technically, what actually happened, since I just did this last night. Yes, please remind and I, me. And I have to, and I just have to say this because the note that you get to forge was the best thing on the planet. Oh my God. How did I skip that? The <laughs> note was so much. What did you do for your note? Do you remember? Uh, I went total just joke and just like, this is bad bud. <laughs> and I, I think I chose like, uh, he is 
condemned to the Ember Ward because he forged a note to get to the Ember Ward. <laughs> nice. the crap like that. I just went, I, I, I embraced the ridiculousness of it. And I just love that the dude was like, yep, you was clearly a bad bud. And I know what this note says. It says what you says it says. So yep. you yep, are that's a bad me. Yep. <laughs> so actually, I was talking about it in my stream because uh, Trey was in my stream. He was, he was asking me what I what I chose. And turns out we did the exact same thing. Uh, and he actually like had his letter saved because he's going to actually turn it into a Twitter banner. And <laughs> and so I actually have my letter here. Thanks to Trey. So thank you, Trey. Uh, I did my dearest Stonehead by decree of the master. This letter hereby condemns it that this bad bud to enter <laughs> the Ember Ward because I was clearly the best choice. Their crimes include overthinking every little decision they make. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I'll go with that. I'll be honest. That's fine. They're com- they're to be confined within the Ember Ward's walls for 12 minutes. <laughs> so I was trying to guess, like, how long is this course going to take me? Huh? I don't know how it's going to work out. I'm just going to get 12 minutes. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sincerely, a totally real event there. <laughs> yeah, that was the best part. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I love that quest. Really? Like, oh, it was, go ahead and forge your letter. Oh, it was so good. Like, forging the letter was fun. Um, meeting up with the Mad Duke Theotar and the rhyming Sybil. Like, I I love them. I want to spend more time with them. They both cracked me up. Both of their voice lines are fantastic. The click lines are good. And just in general, their voice acting. Phenomenal. Yep. Absolutely phenomenal. The only thing that I thought was weird about the Mad Duke is how short he was compared to the prince. He was super short. I, I kind of assumed that it was because he's been in the Ember Ward for so long and maybe just subjected to the light. I just and maybe just, that's the effect it had on him. I just assume it's because the Mad Duke is one of the soul binds that you can possibly get. And it's just like, hey, we're more at your level. And... That's it's, true. It's kind of like when you go do some random quests with Tyrion, right? And yeah. Then, and then you yeah. go, and then you go stand next to Tyrion in Ice Crown Citadel, and you're like, dude, you're like ninety feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I figured it was kind of like that. And once uh, someone in my stream actually mentioned that he was one of the binds, and. My rogue, my my dwarf rogue, my OG tune is going to be the one going to Ravendreth because the rogue transmog is too good to not take her to Ravendreth. And I kind of don't care who the other soulbinds are. They're going to have to be really good to make me want to choose them over the Mad Duke because Mad Duke is just, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) He's awesome. He was, I was so entertained by him and his little guys, buddy civil. It was just his dredger friends and... (laughs) It was really good. I loved I loved that whole quest line. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, I, that whole thing um, where you run into the Ember Ward and he's like, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. <laughs> and the fact that he kept saying, hello, darkness, my old friend. I my old like, friend. Eh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a good song. It's good. How good. you doing, bud? <laughs> so we also find out during this that the light blighted this land. It used the word blighted, which I thought that was interesting. And it says... The light retaliated and scorched the Ember Ward. The light retaliated. Yep. I still think it's because they stole the Naru. <laughs> yeah, that okay. could be. That's my assumption. That's where I'm going with. But I, I mean, it's probably a good assumption, but it just, yeah. It, it's just interesting seeing, you know, like we got the void and, you know, invading Bastion. We have the light blighting Lynn and 
Revendreth, kind of going back to the whole potential cosmology war we might be getting at some point. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, we meet up with Prince Renathal in the mall. We go through a Torghast tutorial and we find out that all this anima that Janathris has been saving gets sent to the mall. It was a very good cutscene, by the way. It It was was an amazing cutscene, and the orange-black maw turns red. It just we see the stream of anima just go into the maw, and it just it's just it just red. It just it's all red now. It reminded me of a really creepy Bifrost, right from Thor. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it totally looked like. I was like, yeah, yeah, super creepy vampire version of you know the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it was that cussing was just it was really good. It was just one of those like, oh, shit moments. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was like, I was kind of looking at it and I and I literally thought I was like, the voice of the Arbiter is not going to be happy with me. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. They seemed pretty cool with me when I first got there. And you're like, oh, my God, immortal. What are you doing here? And it's like, oh, God, they're going to be so pissed. Oh, jeez, I swear I didn't do this. I tried to help. Okay. <laughs> this wasn't on me. I did really. It happened before I got here. I mean, this feels like an Indiana Jones moment where it's like, okay, you know, the first movie, if you take Indiana Jones, the whole, no change of the plot, pretty much. The, the Nazis still would have died. Okay. That's like me. I'm like, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I totally didn't help. <laughs> Right. That's what it kind of felt like at the end of the questing of Ravendreth, where I was like, well, at least I got you out of the maw. So, okay. At least I did that. That was, yeah, that was useful. Right. That's about it. Probably. And then I got Mograine out of of the maw, Alexandros. Yeah. That's, that's good. I think anything dealing with the maw, they're like, make the maw walker do it. I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) Basically. yeah. Yeah. So thoughts on Ravendreth. I think my favorite thing was getting out of the mob where they're like, let's not do that again or you would cease to exist. Right. <laughs> that one was pretty awesome. That was good. Um, overall, I thought Rev Dreth was, uh, was very well done. Um, I did it in a single sitting last night. <laughs> was, that's, that's a long sitting. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was a good time though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think... My overall favorite thing, if we're just going for just like my favorite, favorite, got to be the dredgers. <laughs> the dredgers are really cool. I think the Mad Duke is my favorite thing, but the dredgers are a close second. Well, just so if in case you're sitting here scratching your head of wondering what on earth is that click line that I nearly lost my crap over. It was there was this one dredger that, I, that he was like scrubbing the floor. OK, I don't remember his name, but I know where he's at. I'm going to go. I'm going to go find his name later. <laughs> He's just, he's just scrubbing the floor, just, just eternally scrubbing the floor. And when you keep clicking on him, he starts talking about how the dredgers need to unionize. It's like, oh, that's it. I'll say it again. Time to unionize is now. Dredgers unite. Equal rights for minion plights. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever. It just, they're, they're, whoever's doing the voice acting for it. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. It's so beautiful. So, Revendreth, leveling as a Fury Warrior, I was, it hurt a little bit giving up that execute ability, I will admit, but at least I get my banner back. At least I get my banner back. But, oh man, I will, 
I can see why people were like, execute's really good, because, oh, it really was. It felt nice. I actually <laughs> just to today? No, yesterday, on my way home, I was listening to your your guest spot on Scrubs with the warrior roundtable <laughs> thing. And you, you were you were talking about, you know, execute might be good, you know, but you know, about Drax is for life, that kind of thing. So it's kind of funny to hear you now say like, that execute's really good. It is really good, but <laughs> still not. I'm, I, I didn't, I didn't give in. The <laughs> vampires were very, te- I mean, obviously that's, that's like the thing about vampires. They're very tempting. They're like, hey. well, yeah, they're very charismatic. You, you want know? to come hang out with us? We can execute. It's called condemn. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, condemn. That's just so cool sounding. <laughs> But no, I went with my banner. And I, yeah. you know what? I got you. I like the banner. It's good. So, you feel like home. That's, that's a thing. It is. Feels like home. Stupid vampires. Boo. Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> so the only other thing I would add is, you know, because we kind of speculated along the way, um, that, as we know, Denathrius is playing for the Anima Drought. And there's a click line from Prince Renathel. Who says that Denathrius broke the jailer free? The master hoarded anima, lied, threw me into the maw. All of that I respect, but setting the jailer free, oh, too far. Hmm. All right. I mean, he was in the maw, so he might know that. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not, that's not really a surprise. I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it. That is pretty. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I didn't click on him. Dang it. I think I click <laughs> on him now. <laughs> and what was I think what's really interesting with all this is it, it's not necessarily lore, lore related with all these click lines and the voice acting or whatever. I heard from somewhere, and that maybe maybe this is not right, but I heard from somewhere that a lot of these voice actors have been doing these lines from home. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and so just it's really interesting to hear just how amazing and awesome the voice acting is in this expansion. You got the whole like day other side with Muzala and Bonsomdi, like that alone is just f- fantastic. But just the voice acting in this expansion is so good, and I think a lot of it was done at home. I still got to do that dungeon. I haven't done a single dungeon yet. <laughs> you need to fix yourself this week and go do dungeons. I will probably. I know you've been tomorrow. busy. I'm giving you a pass because I get it, but probably tomorrow I'll start doing some dungeons. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I need to do them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, unless you have anything else you want to add, uh, this has been a long episode, so we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we probably should. Well, yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up. Do you, do you want to read that review so I can drink some water? Sure. So we do have one review, and when I say one, technically we have two, but hey, we're just we're splitting them apart between the two things. So here we go. This one comes from a Warcraft radio directory. So warcraftradio.com slash directory. And yeah, so thank you very much to this reviewer, which says, what happens when two lore masters come together to discuss WoW and current lore? Magic happens. Live, Laugh, Lore is a great podcast done by two great podcast hosts with excellent chemistry. Love the show. Scissor Lord. Thanks, Scissor Lord. Yeah, seriously. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing with me and Ellie have chemistry now that we are technically friends. It's nice. We like that. Now that we're friends. That's right. We didn't start that way. Yeah. It was no, a little touch friends. and go at the beginning. We're like, I'm a little bit this gay. Hadn't even read right. Arthas. He calls himself a lore master. What is this? is just wrong. 
I don't call myself a lore master. I call myself like a lore archivist. <laughs> I, I call myself a servant to the lords right there on my Twitter bio. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just I, just, I just know how to look things up. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I read a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. So, for the positive note, I was racking my brain last night, didn't quite know what to do, kind of did a couple Google searches, nothing was grabbing me. And then this morning happened. Just, just get cozy, you know, make it some hot cocoa. It's going to be story time with Allie for just a minute here, but I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, I had a really bad morning. I I was up way too late last night working on show notes. I was really tired. I had to get up early to go to work today because I was covering for someone who had a doctor's appointment. So I you know, had to go and work. I was helping out, helping out. But after not sleeping well, I had to go and work early. I was going to I had just make a really quick like breakfast sandwich in the microwave. And that's what I allotted time for this morning while I was getting ready. And then last minute, I discovered that we only had one left. And my poor husband who wakes up at 4 a.m., that's, that's what he has for in the morning for breakfast. And so I assumed we were going to have a whole bunch. And I wasn't going to take his last one. I'm just, that that's mean. I'm not going to take it. I'm like, well, I'm screwed. I have no breakfast. I get hangry if I don't have breakfast. I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll pick up something on the way to work. It's fine. We have a really, we have a Sonic right by us, which Sonic breakfast is really crappy, but their tots are delicious. And so I'm like, fine, it's cool. I'll have some tots. It's fine. And then I realized once I got into the Sonic parking lot that they don't open up until 8 a.m. So I'm like, well, bad words. Maybe I'll drop by somewhere on my way to work and hope I have enough time. And I was really, I'm like, I was running out of time. Like, I didn't know what to do. So I, I got to work and there's a Starbucks, like, you know, not too far from work. I'm like, all right, the line's not that long. It should go pretty quick. I should be okay. So I'm like, cool. I haven't been to Starbucks for the holidays yet. I need my chestnut praline. I can't go to Starbucks during the holidays and not get chestnut praline. So good. So good. And, you know, ordered my breakfast sandwich, got my coffee. I was trying to, you know, gear myself up to go to work because I've been, I've been really burned out at work in, in not good ways to the point that like I'm, I'm contemplating a profession change, even though I don't know what that would be. But that's a different story. Anyways, I was having a hard time getting myself to work after, you know, kind of having a rough morning and knowing that I was going to be recruiting someone all day who is very draining. And I was not the normal upbeat, happy, you know, alley that everyone knows. And uh, I got up to the window to get my stuff and turns out that the person in front of me paid for my food and my drink. Just they they I mean, we're in the drive through, so I can't even like thank him or anything. There's they paid for the person behind them. So and, and, and then drove off and I was like, wow, like that was just the nicest little gesture that to them, you know, they thought they were just being nice. But for me, like that changed my entire morning. Like I, it put me in a much better mood. I was able to go to work and kind of get my head on straight just by that, you know, nice little gesture. And it just, it, it made my day way better than it was going to be. So, uh, yeah, that that's my, my, my positive note. Someone was kind and paid for my food. I think that's happened to me only once before. And that was when I was in the Marines and they were doing it. Cause I was in the military. <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, I, I, me personally, I'm in the position that if someone would have done that to me, I would have been like, I just would have kept going like 
we're doing this one then. <laughs> it doesn't bother right. And in, in all reality, like I, I probably like that's what I should have done. But I was so like taken aback and didn't like yeah, no, I mean, expect it. And I was just like, oh, oh OK, OK. Thanks. And yeah. as, as I watched their drive, their, their van drive off, like, I couldn't even like wave or anything. And the, the lady at the window was in a hurry. So I'm like, OK, thanks. <laughs> and got my food and left. So you know, I'll, I'll pay it forward, you know, sometime when I go soon. Just that one little gesture, you know, to me, like that, that was huge and changed my whole day. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, one shirt. It was just yeah. nice that someone was kind enough to do that for you, especially because, yeah. you know, you never know when someone needs that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I and I needed it today, so that was. Yeah, I'm was like, awesome. oh, this is gonna be my positive story. Yeah, it's. I can't adorable. actually thank them, but I'm, I'm putting it out in the universe. I guess I don't know. Thank but. you, random person at Starbucks that did this today. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the show, this is getting weird. <laughs> Small world. Thank you, person in the red van who who paid for the the the, the sandwich and drink for the person behind them because he made their day. <laughs> yeah, that's all. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, just like that. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think that's a show. I think so too. Yeah, so yeah. We, we can push a button and then we can move on with our lives. And, yeah, you know, I might move on. I mean, take a short break and record one more. <laughs> that's what we drink do. to make. That's right. <laughs> it's gonna be cocoa, everybody. Adult cocoa. with mini marshmallows. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jen on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, Be kind and take care.